Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. I am fired up and ready to tell you about today's show. Our topic today is, do you take her back after she's cheated? Wow. So, infidelity is the single most intense psychological pain that a man will experience when his wife or girlfriend has an affair. Men who have been cheated on go through humiliation, jealousy, rage, and pain. Are you afraid to admit your feelings and afraid of looking weak? Um, Is it just so hard to unload to somebody whom you trust? Um, Can you really trust this person? Are they going to ridicule you or make light of the seriousness of what you're going through. So let's see if we can get through uh, this pain and more with today's topic. Do you take her back after she's cheated? All right, then. Okay, if you before we get into the topic, if you happen to have missed last week's show, we were talking about why are you single? You're smart. You're fairly good-looking, you have a job, you have friends. That's right, you look good on paper and even look good on dating apps, but somehow can't get the girl or can't get the get her to not dump you. What is it that you're doing wrong? So that was last week's show. You, you can find last week's show on my mobile app, which is available for iPhone users, um, Apple users, as well as uh, Google users and Android phones. You can find this if you haven't downloaded it already. Just uh, search the Men's Advocate Show mobile app and download the app for your phone. Okay. So we're also, by the way, uh, you can listen to the archive shows on SoundCloud and as well as TuneIn. So let's divert our attention back to today's topic, the topic at hand, we are talking about do you take her back after she's cheated? This uh, topic was uh, brought to me by one of my listeners, Raul, and I want to thank you for that. Um, He is going through a fair amount of pain with his wife who cheated on him and will share a little bit about his story and what he's going through to help help himself uh, heal in this area. By the way, just like Raul, if you want to suggest a topic that you want me to talk about or would like to recommend a guest that I should have on my show, please write to me. I read all my emails. The best place to find me is the Men's Advocate Show uh, page on Facebook and just private message me. That is the best way. But I'm on all types of social media. I'm on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, you can do. You can contact me from my website. Other areas as well. But the Facebook, I'm always reading that email. So that private message. So make sure you post it there, and I will be um, happy to hop on it, as they say. All right. Okay. So let's tell you a little bit about Raul's story. He is saying that um, you could say, and I quote, you could say that yes, that he would take his wife back because we're all capable of making life-changing mistakes that will affect our family's future. So, you know what, if your partner were also thinking of you and your family's future she wouldn't have been in this predicament so my hats to you that you're trying to work it out but we'll get a get off get a little bit more into that topic uh, when we when we go forward so I'm very glad that at least one spouse is thinking of the after effects to the opposite spouse and to the family and of course it affects a lot of things it's not just those two entities it it affects the grandparents the extended family it might affect your co-workers it might be a situation where the cheating spouse um, you know had the affair with somebody at work it it's likely that somebody might lose their job in the process so there's all kinds of aspects that it affects, not just your spouse. So, you know, it's unfortunate that one person is just so self-centered that they're not thinking of the consequence. Consequence, They're just going for that immediate gratification. 
Raul goes on to say that we took our vows and she broke them, not me. Okay, that's a true statement. And again, I'm, I'm glad that at least one party is honoring their vows. He goes on to say, I'm obligated to do everything to get her back. Well, I wish she would feel that way because she's still gone. So it's, you know, we're going to talk about these issues that how do you get somebody back when the other person's not really on board? Um, they're not on board before they had the affair. And a lot of, a lot of times they're not on board after they had the affair. So how do you get somebody back on board um, to do the right thing? So Raul feels that his spouse was lied to and deceived by the other person to do what she did, and it's only God's mercy that will bring her back. Um, sure, you know, we can blame it on a third party, but at the end of the day... She made a decision, too. She made a decision to move forward, and you really can't belittle that or make light of it because that also happened, okay? So you have to look at it from a lot of different angles to get your mind and your heart healed from such trauma. Raul says that he misses her dearly but could never accept her back unless she went through a transformation of mind, body, and soul. Now, this one I agree with because, you know, just saying the words I'm sorry or just expressing that you regret having um, had the affair isn't enough. It really takes an immersion for the guilty party to atone and to feel, um, you know, sad that you've hurt another person as well as your family and really take acceptance of all that that means. So this is a good one, Raul. I, I do uh, wish you well on that journey. So can it be done? Can she come back? Sure. It happens all the time. Will it happen for Raul? Well, Raul feels that it's God's will and timing will tell okay i kind of agree with the god's will part sometimes these things are fated to whether they're going to work out or not i do not agree with that time will tell because time really has nothing to do with such a grave situation like this it takes understanding and acknowledgement to come to a place where both of you have resolve so just time in and of itself is not going to heal the wound. There are people that are, um, you know, hurting and bleeding for 10 years or more. So it's not the time that's a factor. It's what you do with that time with your partner to bring you guys closer together. Raul holds on to the promise that if he asks, then he will receive. Sure. That's part, part of the situation. I agree with that. So in the meantime, he feels that he's been working on himself. So she has a better version of me, Raul says, if and when she returns. Now, this is a good one, too, because sometimes she has made, the spouse has made a departure because they don't like what they see in their mate. So if you've taken steps to be a better mate, especially in areas that were of concern to her, which maybe created the affair in her mind in the first place, this is a good journey to be on. So I agree with this one. So carry on with that. Okay. Um, he says, Raul says that some men give up so quickly and some men wait years yes that's true some spouses do return in many cases they do return so the trust and the honesty are the biggest hurdles to overcome and i think this holds very true for men men do hold trust in very high regard i would say much higher than women do i don't know why that is but um you know some of the some of those character characteristics um, men hold in very high esteem. They feel that if it, if they've gone to the step of marrying you, 
that the opposite person should honor the vows of that marriage. So I think, you know, I do think that men hold this in, in higher esteem than women, unfortunately. Um, Raul takes the stance that nothing is impossible. Well, that's a good stance to take because it, you know, with anything in life, because if you want something badly enough, you will figure it out. You will figure out how to get, you know, to the, uh, to the end goal there. Raul thought that it was impossible to be talking to a national talk show host and look at it now. Look at him now. He made it on this show. He made a mention on this show. He couldn't be with us uh, here today because he's still at work on Pacific Coast time. But, um, yes, and I absolutely appreciate that. So, you know, if this is possible, <laughs> he feels that getting his wife back is possible too. And I love that attitude. That's great. He says that people change and hearts change. The world accepts divorce and adultery like it's a brand new trend or fa fashion, but it's not, or at least it shouldn't be. And if you, could, if you knew you could get out of something so easily, then you wouldn't worry about trying to work so hard for it, he says. It makes you selfish. Yes, I think that's probably the primary reason why people go through with an affair is because they're extremely selfish. They're shutting off the rest of the world and everybody else who matters and everybody's lives who they're going to affect by having this affair. Of course, it is very selfish indeed. And that attitude does not hold a place in a marriage, Raul says. Yes, I agree with you there. Okay, a lot to think about. We're going to talk more about this subject. Um, you, If you've currently joined us, you're listening to The Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. The topic is, do you take her back after she's cheated? Call us on this topic with a question or a comment. My phone number is 951-922-3532. 951-922-3532, and we'll talk more about infidelity when we get back from the break. Hey guys, do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Linda is here to make it easy for you. Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Linda's expert advice gets you through tackling relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and removing lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back, usually handled in four sessions or less. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's themensadvocate.com slash coaching. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases, and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. We will be discussing men's issues, dating, relationships, sex, women, fitness, health, business, men's hobbies, men's rights, and more. She will be talking about excerpts from her men's book, Mastering Women 2. Google KMET Advocate and save to your favorites every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time. We proudly rejoin our programming with The Men's Advocate Show with your host, Linda Gross. On KMET, 1490 AM, Smart Talk. Darling, you got to let me know. Should I stay or should I go? If you say that you are mine, I'll be here till the end of time. So you got to let me know. Should I stay or should I go? And that's the age-old question, should I stay or should I go? Um, 
it's very appropriate for someone who is feeling all this pain and hurt and anger and humiliation from your spouse or girlfriend who has cheated on you. So that's the question, and we're going to be talking today a little bit about how do you navigate through all this? How do you figure out if the right decision for you is to stay or to go? Okay? There's a lot at stake, and let's see if we can get through them. All right. So there's one therapist who says that, you know, here's some things to ponder about infidelity. He says that most people tolerate too much. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And he has a handy little formula on how you can get through that, okay? So he says, make a list of 10 things about the following categories. So category number one, he says, make a list of things that you tolerate at home, work, or in the environment, Okay, that's pretty simple, right? So what is it about your home that, you know, you just put up with that you really don't want to put up with? Maybe the garage is a big giant mess and you keep telling yourself, I'm going to tackle the garage, I'm going to tackle the garage and clean it out and give it to charity or throw things away or donate or whatever you have to do. Um, But you just never seem to get around to it. So... That would be something that it's like a a personal growth thing that you need to look at to see why you tolerate things that make you upset or uncomfortable. So step number one, he says, do this with home and then work and then your environment. Your environment could be something like... You know, you know you're supposed to change the air filters on your air conditioning once a year or twice a year, and shoot, you haven't done it in five years. So why are you tolerating that? Why are you waking up sneezing or coughing every morning when you should be changing uh, the filters or cleaning out the ducts or whatever it is? Okay, the next area is things that you tolerate about yourself. And this could be things like... Am I too passive? Am I too aggressive? Am I boring? Am I depressed? Um, You don't like your hair. You need to change your hair or get a haircut or something. Or maybe you weigh too much or you don't like the shape of your body. Maybe you need to hit the gym and tighten up your muscles and look better, right? So do a personal inventory on the things that you tolerate that you shouldn't tolerate. Next area is in your relationship. Do you tolerate a relationship that is boring, that has distance? And and the distance could be a physical distance or it could be an emotional distance that maybe your spouse or girlfriend is like always checked out or always busy running off with their friends or always going to some concert or live music without you or engaging in activities without you. She's creating distance. So is that okay with you? Um, maybe you're tolerating, tolerating a relationship that has anger or a relationship that has no sex or no communication or bad communication, on and on and on. So write down that list. And then the last area that you need to look at is the top things that you're putting up with her. Okay, and that could be what does she say, what does she do, and that I have to tolerate and put up with, all right? So by taking these four categories and making this list of what you tolerate, um, I want you to make a concerted effort to take maybe one item on each of the four lists and work on them. You know, it might take a journey of uh, two days to work on it. It might take a journey of two weeks, two months, whatever it is. But make that journey, and then once you've successfully completed that journey and you no longer tolerate that item, look and see, take a moment and look and see how you feel about where you were 
and how far you've come. How does that make you feel that you're no longer with somebody who doesn't want to have sex or whatever it is? You're no longer with somebody who is always going to be angry that maybe you've worked through that issue um, maybe individually to where you won't tolerate that behavior. You've found some new coping mechanisms to tolerate it or maybe you have to do some therapy or do some sort of coaching to get through that issue together, whatever it is, um, take a look at these uh, tolerations and the ones that you've been successful with, take a moment and feel the gratitude and really let that sink in as to how you feel about it. Great. We have a uh, caller on the line. I think we're um, hearing from Steve from Long Beach. Welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm good, Linda. Thank you, Anna. How are you today? I'm awesome. Thanks. So you have a question or comment on our topic today? Yeah, I guess. So you guys are talking about, uh, 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 is it people in general cheating or just men? It could be people in general. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay. I think my show is the men's advocate show, so I try to frame things from the male point of view. But please go ahead with your story or question. I'm happy okay. to hear it. I'm no story. I've never, I've ne- I would never even think of cheating on someone if I if I had someone, and I don't. I haven't had someone in a little over five years now. I had a girlfriend for five years, and uh, she ended up becoming my fiance. And then on October twentieth. 2012, uh, she um, she let me go because right. she didn't. She said she couldn't trust me, which was a bunch of junk, to put it right. nicely. And uh, she is bipolar, heavily bipolar, so that probably has a lot to do with it. But I mm-hmm. I think women that cheat on uh, are just as big a cheaters as men. I, I, that's a, that's my opinion. I mean I don't know the stats or anything, the the statistics, but I would imagine women cheat just as much as men. It's getting pretty pretty close. It's getting neck and neck. It used to not be this way, but of recent days, I think women are cheating. They might be cheating for different reasons than men, but yes, I think the the um, the horse race. It's getting closer and closer. I agree with you. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. And again, I don't I, I don't know, but uh, you remember me, don't you? I do. You were formerly okay. in Santa Monica, right? Correct. Well, I still live in Santa Monica. I just happen to be in Long Beach now. Awesome. The guy asked where well, I was calling from, so I said Long Beach, you know. I mean, I lived in Long Beach as well up until recently, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I'm, with Elizabeth, I mean, I figured there's there's probably no way in heck I'm going to meet her anyway, so why bother? And I don't want to make her feel uncomfortable or make any trouble troubles for her anyway, you know, because, cause I, because I care, even though she doesn't yeah. even really know me, and I don't even really know her. Yeah, I think you have to let that fish go. <laughs> oh, that, I did it's, it's a long been a time minute. ago. No, I did now, a long time Now, ago. is this the same person that you're referring to with the five-year fiancé, or this is somebody else? I'm sorry, say that again, what? When you first started um, your phone call, is Elizabeth the same person as you're referring to with the five-year fiancé, or, or the five-year fiancé is somebody else? Linda, Linda, no, I was never even with Elizabeth, ever, 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 never, ever. No, I, I remember that part. That was from yeah. our call from, from last year. But you started the telephone call today saying that you yeah. were with somebody for five years. Yeah. And she was, left you because Mars. she accused you that Mars. you were che- cheating or were going to cheat, right? Oh, no, you know what? To tell you the truth, it wasn't even that. She didn't. She never even brought up the the uh, uh, subject of cheating because I never cheated on her. No, she, yeah. no I, said she, I said she couldn't. She said she, she said she couldn't trust me and I was manipulating her and lying to her for five years, which is a complete lie. She's, she's completely wrong. So do you, where do you think she got this notion, or do you think she got the notion before you even showed up? I have Meaning no that, idea. that it was a personal issue that she just is, is paranoid against men? Is that what you're suggesting? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know if she was paranoid against men. Why would she hook up with me in the first place? No, when I first right. met her, when, no, when I first met her in the summer of 2007, I told her my situation. I was still legally married, and I was separated and in the process of getting divorced. Mm-hmm. I was up front with her right from the start. I said, do you have any questions? This is how it is. Uh, 
and 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 if she's okay with that, then you know we then I was fine with it too, obviously, you know. But uh, um, I don't know. It was, it was just a big mess. And finally, one day, she just decided to say, "No, that's it." That's it. And she let me go. She broke off everything. And and the funny thing about that is, the following March of 2013, a few months later, we got together and had lunch and uh, for, in the afternoon uh, here in Long Beach. We hung out for a few hours. I was thinking maybe we're probably get, maybe we're going to get back together. Maybe we'll get back together. I was thinking we were. I was hoping we would. But then she uh, texted me like, "No, you, you can't call me or text me anymore. I can't see you." All this stuff, and and that was the end. I think she probably got this notion that you're not, you know, trustworthy or honest because at the time you were married and and legally separated and so forth. But you know what? If she had an objection to your status, she should have never started a relationship with you. No, she shouldn't have. We could have at least just been friends. I would have been fine with that. Yeah. Like I told her everything. She she had she hadn't been with the one and she hadn't been with anyone in eight years. And um, we liked each other, and everything was cool, and we were we were, we were together for for five years, and and she didn't like it that I that she could only see me on certain days. I lived up in Santa Monica at the time. She was down in Seal Beach, and I met her on the beach in Seal Beach. I told her the situation, and she was under the impression I was living with my oldest brother and my younger sister and her husband and her daughter up in Los Angeles in the San Fernando Valley in my parents' old home. Mm-hmm. I said, yeah, we lived together. That when, that's when I was growing up, but not at the time I met her. She was under the impression I was still living with uh, with my family instead of uh, <clears throat> being uh, by myself in Santa Monica several months out of the year uh, when my ex-wife wasn't there. Uh, she was from uh, Eastern Europe, and she would go back Six months to twelve, uh, six months to twelve months at a time. Mm-hmm. But you know, it was still it was still our place together. That's 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 over and done with uh, three years now, and I've been divorced for five years. Oh, so she, when she came from overseas, your your wife, then she stayed with you for six months out of well, the year. Of yes, yes, it was our place. It was our place. Well, that would lead a woman to say, I don't trust you because, <laughs> you know, it's it's very handy to have somebody under the same roof. She doesn't know what you're doing behind closed doors. You know, you of might have been doesn't. fooling around with the, with no, the wife. Of course she doesn't. No, of course she doesn't, but she shouldn't have uh, uh, gotten involved with me if, if she had a problem with it. I told her, look, this is the situation. This yeah. is it. Are you okay with this? Because if you're not, tell me now. Let me know. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was wrong of her to not to not say anything, uh, you know, that that she was not okay with it. The other thing that she might have uh, been apprehensive about is maybe you took too long to get a divorce. Did you take? Were you still married at the end of the five years? No. So from the time that you met her till how how much time had lapsed before you got the final divorce decree? Uh, Linda, I'm trying to tell you. No, I take that back. I made a mistake. Yes, we were still legally married, but we were separated, going through going through divorce. The the divorce became finalized December five years ago, and uh, it was October 20th that same year that uh, that she uh, that she let me go that that she broke up with me. But the divorce happened after she broke up with you, right? Uh, well, it became finalized on December 10th or, or the 12th, almost five years to the day. In another week, it'll be uh, five years. But um, Marge so, broke up with me. Marge broke up with me when, when uh, b- before before I got the uh, the final papers. Right, right. That's what I had assumed. So here's yeah. another reason why a woman might say that she doesn't trust you. Just so you know, for like future reference, is that you took too long to get this divorce. Now, I realize yeah, it might have been sense. complicated. There might have been a lot of issues that you and the ex had to work out. Or maybe there weren't that many issues, and maybe it was the distance thing. She was only here six months out of the year, once a year. So, well, whatever it was, the new person, Marge, might have had mistrust for you because you took too long to be a free man. 
I don't, I don't, I don't see that. That doesn't make sense to me. Maybe because I'm a guy. I don't know. And that's what sucks about being a guy. At least for me, it does. Well, mo- most most divorces are usually handled within 18 months, especially if there are no uh, children involved, if there's no real estate involved, there's no businesses involved, then what, what could be the holdup? I mean, those are the things that make it, those three areas make the divorce where it can last up to five years. But if the person doesn't have children, uh, businesses, or um, real estate, then it's pretty much, you know, straightforward. Okay, but uh, that's what I was trying to tell you, Linda. We we do have uh, real estate together, or we did. Mm -hmm. We did at the time, and we we still do. But uh, my my ex-wife didn't want to get a divorce, and she made me feel guilty. And I said, "Look, no, this isn't going to work. You're not going to make me feel guilty. I'm I'm with some someone else. You shouldn't have done what you did to make me want to divorce you or fall out of love with you." Mm-hmm. It does, you know. My my point of view is, forget relationships. At least for me, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't do any good to get involved with anyone. That includes friends. Well, it's it's nice to be friends before you get in a relationship. I do kind of like that notion. Um, but I think you had, you know, a lot of cards that were not in your favor. Um, it's really, really hard to get in as a woman. It's hard to get involved with a guy who's still married, whether it's legally separated or not. None of that means a whole a hell of a lot, a whole hell of a lot, because it's still a big journey till you get to the final divorce decree. And you know, until there's that degree, some decree, somehow you are still joined at the hip with the with the wife. Right. So that was your first mistake, and hopefully you won't be in that situation again. But, you know, honor your, your singledom and don't get involved with somebody if you're, you know, trying to end it or whatever with the former person. The rest of my life either. And it looks like that's how it's going to be. And if it is, fine, whatever, who cares. But I don't want it to be that way. And I'm trying for it not to be that way. And maybe, mm-hmm. I'm, not, maybe I'm not trying hard enough. I don't know. Are you involved with somebody new now? Nope. Yeah. I can understand why she had mistrust. I think it was because it just took too long. And then she probably assumed you still had feelings for the wife, whether that's true or not. You know, there was still something there that was binding the two of you together. Yeah, but I I told her the situation. I had no feelings, loving feelings for my wife. Except as being as friends, and we're still good friends to this day. Me and my ex-wife. She still lives in Eastern Europe, where she's originally from. She's been there for three years now. Uh, we we talk regularly and and uh, and text and, and stuff like that. But you know, we're, we're just friends, really, really good friends. And that's the way it should be. When people divorce and they break up, instead of uh, being enemies and uh, having troubles, they sh- people should just be friends. Life is hard enough as it is to have. Uh, any more problems that are not needed. Wouldn't you agree? I agree that the two people should be civil to each other. Like if you bump into each other at, you know, a party or a social event or whatever, you should be civil. Um, whether the two of you should still be friends, I don't know that that's healthy. Because how, how would it be if the tables were turned? Would you like it if Marge said, oh, well, here's the ex-boyfriend this and the ex-boyfriend that? It would make you have a level of doubt. Even if it was, there was nothing there. The fact that she's paying time and attention to the ex, um, I think it would make you have doubt. I'm not a, I'm, I am not a shallow, stupid person. I'm not calling you out. I'm just saying, in general, it would make most men have doubt. Because you know, why is she so attached to the ex? Does she still want to be with the ex? I mean, that's what most men would think. Yeah, I, I suppose so. Yeah, I'm all well, the ex didn't want to break up a, a divorce man, but and I, but I didn't want to stay with her only because after we were about a year after we were married, uh, my ex would would we would go to sleep together, we'd go to bed together, and mm-hmm. we would we would sleep. And like after I don't know thirty minutes or an hour, she would get up and go in the in the living room and sleep on the sofa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's now, something, now there's see, something. the two of you know that, but Marsh didn't know that. 
Yes, she did. I told her the whole story. I told her everything. Of course she I did. I know, but as the receiver of that information, it would it would leave you to have doubt. It would leave her I to have doubt. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah so when I she says, so. I don't trust you, you yeah. can see where that's coming from. Because it's very yeah. rare for two people to, like, lay in the same bed and not yeah. have sex. Right. No, no, we had that. I mean, I, I, mean I trust you that you're telling me the truth right now, but in general Thank circumstances, you, you know, uh-huh. the person is lonely or horny or bored or whatever the story is, it's very yeah. easy because, look, you know, they're two feet away from you. It's very no, easy to have that. sex with that person. No, I, I get that. I get that. And I was, I was, I was sleeping with Marge. We were, we, were, we were having sex and making love. Yeah. And we weren't doing... The, the, the F thing, I don't like to call it that because I don't do that. Yeah. You know. Well, um, you started the conversation with, you know, I don't understand why she doesn't trust me. Well, these things don't usually add up for women. They, they cause doubt. And you're, if you get into a relationship again, don't do these things because they absolutely cause doubt. Now, you might be an honorable person. You might be the one-off that is not doing anything behind uh, the new girlfriend's back, but just don't do it at all because it leaves room for doubt, and you don't want to be in a relationship where she's doubting you and mistrusting you. Of course. You're right. I don't. Absolutely, I don't. And, and I get that. You're right. That, that, makes, that makes a lot of sense. And you know better. I mean, come on. If, if it were... Um, if the tables were turned, you wouldn't like it that she's sleeping in the same bed with her her ex boyfriend. Well, her ex no, uh, her ex husband li- lives in Las Vegas. Yeah, at least that's what she told me. I believe her. Okay, and what okay, is, well, and what well, does that mean? Every time she goes to Vegas, she stays there. Oh no, no, no! She does. I, when we were together, she didn't even go to Vegas. So why are you telling me the? The boy, the ex lives in Las Vegas. Because he does. It's just a, it's just a, a fact, or it was at the time. I don't know about, I don't know about now, and I don't care. And don't read into it anything into it, Linda. It, it doesn't mean anything. Okay, I didn't know if you had a point to that, but no, anyway, I'm, no, I'm no, saying no. to you, if that was your, if that was her foremost concern, is I don't trust you. You know, yeah. a lot of these things just don't add up for her, and I, and I understand her point. So your yeah. lesson in this is to not <laughs> recreate these steps with a future person. No, I would never do that. I, I completely learned from this. I, I, I'm, I know I'm smart enough to learn the first time instead of making two, three, four, five, twenty mistakes. That just complicates Good. life as hard enough as it is. So I'm not going to mess anything up. I'm just not like that anyway. Good. Well, I'm glad for that. So I, I'm glad yeah. to hear that you're going to learn from, from these issues. Oh, yeah. Because how, yeah, how yeah. are you going to carry on? I mean, my belief is um, the universe will keep giving you the same lesson again and again and again until you learn it. So you I mean, might as well, yeah, you already I've went heard. through it once. You already went through the pain of it once. Why Why do it again? It's like learn yeah, from right. whatever that's the issue I'm, was and move on. That's my thing. I'm smart enough to know better not to ever do it again. The only, You know, there's another thing about this. Yeah. Uh, if you go if you Google my name, this thing comes up under liars and cheaters are us or cheater lands or some <laughs> stupid stuff okay. like that. And she put my she put she put my name in. She she found it on the internet. She uh, okay. Uh, she uh, and she and she wrote she wrote a uh, like a long one page story about the whole situation, and uh, that wasn't cool. That wasn't cool. And I've been trying to get it off of there ever since because it's not true. And other women have seen this. This other lady that I that I met uh, uh, a year ago, last August. Yeah. Uh, she googled my name without having the decency to let me know that she had done it. Uh huh. And she found this thing that Marge had put on uh, this this website about me. Okay. What? And, and and she saw it, and she didn't even have the the nerve to come to me and say, "Look, Steve, I googled your name. This thing came up." What is this all about? What is this Marge lady talking about? What is your ex-girlfriend talking about? Is this thing true? Mm-hmm. I guess she figured I'd lie to her, so she didn't even bother. But I got to tell you, I don't want to. I don't. I don't want anyone like that. And I really like this girl too. My mistake was letting her know that I liked her a lot uh, too early. But you know, I wasn't. I wasn't about to make the same mistake I did with Elizabeth. 
so how did you come to find out you were on this website? Because a friend of mine, my friend Gina, who I was friends with and still and still are for 15 years, her sister, who's, who's psychotic, she's psycho, her sister is psychopathic. She lives in upstate New York, and they yeah. have problems among, amongst themselves, and she's trying to find dirt on me. She, yeah. uh, she found this thing, and it upset my friend. Uh, my friend Gina, that my girlfriend Gina, that uh, that, 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 right. that I've been with, I've been with, and uh, she told me about it, and I, I I looked it up, and I I couldn't believe what I saw. I couldn't believe it was it was on there. And then I spoke to Marge earlier this year, uh, like six months ago. I was able to track her down. I I left her my number. She called me back. And I said, Marge, what is this? Why did you do this to me? Why did you do this? And where, and where, first of all, where did you find this? She said she's looking on the Internet. She stumbled on it, and she decided to, uh, uh, to, to write this thing about me, which wasn't even true. Not even true. Not so even how did a, the new girlfriend find it? The new girlfriend uh, said that she Googled you, well, and boom, there it was. So how did you find out that all, the new no, girlfriend a, had done that? She's not a girlfriend, first of all. She's not oh, a girlfriend. I'm sorry. A new somebody knew no that you met. Okay. This is somebody new that I met uh, at karaoke at the beginning of August of last uh, of last year in 2016 in Orange County, in Huntington Beach. And I really liked this girl. And you know, um, you know, I was feeling really bad and down and everything about Elizabeth. And then all then all of a sudden I meet this uh, other lady, and uh, she approached me, which blew me away. Happily. Uh, uh, surprise blew me away and she saw it we went out a couple of times she saw it and i told her that i uh, really liked her if you know what i mean and i shouldn't have done that i i'm sure i scared her away everyone's telling me that and they don't have to tell me because i, I already know that it's not hard to figure out and she even wrote some stuff about me and uh it just really pissed me off and she just turned out to be a complete zero too so she just volunteered the information that she Googled you, right? She volunteered that, or you, or it came me? up some other no, kind no. of way? No, no, no. If you, if you go on this thing and you, and you read about it and you see this thing about me on there, I'm one of, like, I don't know, a few hundred people that's on this stupid thing. It's women as well as men. Yeah, and, but she uh, could have just kept it. She could have just kept it to herself. Like, how did it come to be that she revealed to you that's what she did? You talking about the uh, this other girl that I like, the, the new one? The new one, yeah, the new one. I don't know her name, she but the my new name. one. She googled my name. She googled Steve Sawson. It can't. If you Google my name, Steve Sawson, it comes right up. It's right there. You can't miss it. It's like the. I know, but she told you that that's what she did. Is that how it came up? No, no, she didn't. I re I looked on on the on the site. Yeah. I went back to the site and and I noticed that she, that she had written something about me. The new one. The new one, yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. It's pretty messed up. It's pretty messed up. Okay. So, what about this issue with um, telling a girl that you like her too quickly? Are we going to work on that? It was the same girl. Mm -hmm. well, I'm talking about the same woman. But is this serving you by do by being too quick about it? Whether it's her or anybody, Are you asking do you think it's serving you? It? Are you asking me if I'm learning from it? No, I'm asking you if it's serving you. I mean, do the girls like it and appreciate it, or does it make them push away from you? Oh, you mean if I meet someone new and I and I uh, uh, offer the information up front uh, before yeah. they Google me and find it? Absolutely. Yeah. Sure, of course I do. Of course I do. I mean, I would. No, no I'm talking about... The issue of you tell them that you like them at too early of a stage oh, is that oh, is that oh. serving you? I, I I suppose so. Yeah, I'll never I'll never I I won't do it again. I'll, uh, you can bet on that. So yes, to answer your question, yes. So it's not serving you because they're pushing away from you. No, not, I haven't told very many women. I haven't met very many women. I met one. I got this one friend uh, from Facebook. I told her about it. She checked mm -hmm. it out. She couldn't believe it. 
Now, I'm not talking about the website. I'm talking about in general, when you first meet somebody and you yeah. say to them in too soon of a manner that you really, really like them. You're asking me if I'm still doing it? Yeah, it sounds like you still are, and it sounds like it's something that we could work on. No, I'm Because I, I don't think it's serving you. I'm not doing it because I'm not meeting anybody to, to, uh, to avoid doing this. I mean, if I were to, then I yeah. wouldn't tell them. I wouldn't tell them uh, um, after a short period of time that I, that I real that I really like them. So, what are you going to do different next time around? You're going to wait a little bit before you say something, even though you Absolutely. might feel that you really like them today. Absolutely, yes, yes. But at the same time, I'm going to feel like maybe I should say something. I mean, I won't say anything. But then what if they say, oh, well, this guy's taking long. He doesn't like me. He's not interested in me. Forget him. I'll, I'll, I'll just move on to someone else. See, I'm damned if I do, and I'm damned if I don't. Why don't you try to show them that you like them without using words? Because I think well, I words scare yeah. a lot of women off because yes, it's like, no, know. you know, you're, know. you're creeping them out. You're, you're coming across as needy. And yeah, that freaks them out. They're not ready for it. I guess so. Where, yeah. Whereas no, I, the action, you know, I always I tell women to look at a guy's action. The action could be, you know, I'm calling you on a on a continued basis. I'm asking you out on a con- I, yeah. I'm asking you out on a continued basis. Um, yeah. You know, the action that you are still actively in her life. That's what makes a girl feel secure. But the words right. kind of chase chase her off now after a few months of time when you've been consistently dating each other if you want to say that you really like her and then use your words then we're yeah. all good but yeah, to do no, it do on that. the first date second date third date it's too soon it creeps them out i know that i know it does I, i've learned that the hard way i know i'll never i'll never do that stuff ever again well i don't want you to say never i just want you to learn just think about it just just well, know that person, from I'm, a woman's point of view, because women, men are turned on visually. Women are turned on by what they hear. So you don't want to give them something that's too overwhelming that they just can't digest it. It's like, you know, Steve is telling me all these great things about how he feels about me on date one or two, and it's overwhelming. It creeps them out. So instead that. of using the words, maybe next go around, just use your actions. Be a consistent boyfriend, consistently call her or consistently interact with her in some way, whether, you know, it's a love note or a text message or whatever it is. You know, you leave M&Ms on her doorstep, like whatever it is, make it be about a gesture or an action rather than the words. No, I get it. I understand. The words can come after 90 days, but those first 90 days, make it be about an action or a gesture. Well, uh, you know, I... I've, I've thought of that, and and I I, I, I figured I scared off, and I told her, look, no, I, I scared you away. I didn't. I, that was not my intention at all. And she said, let's just be friends and see how it goes. Who knows yeah. if it works out? Maybe we'll sleep together. That goes for her exact words. I'll never forget. <laughs> She's a nut job for saying it in that manner too, Steve. If you can hold the line just one second, I think we have another caller on the line. Um, Caller, state your name, please, and what city you're from. Ohio. Okay, and who am I speaking with, please? This is Raul. Oh, hi, Raul. How are you? Oh, I am. I am so glad I got through. I'm. I'm doing great, Linda. I'm so glad to be on the air with you. I rushed home from work at least to listen. I, I just didn't think I would get on, but I appreciate you taking my call. Yay! Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for bringing this topic to the fore. I think I'm going to continue this topic at a later date because obviously I didn't get to what I wanted to talk about. But um, so, yeah, I I read a little bit about your story on air. I don't know if you heard or you probably listened to it on the archive or what have you. But I really appreciate um, your sharing your, your intimate thoughts with us. And I know it must be a very hard journey to find out that your wife uh, had cheated on you. Yeah, it's uh, it's very devastating. You know, a lot of people compare it to uh, a death in the family, and you know, I've had death in the family, and I can I can uh, honestly say that it's like a death in the family. You know, it's like losing the best one of the best things you've ever had or accomplished in your life. 
Yes. Um, she was, you know, and let me just point out, too, that today is our 20th wedding anniversary. Wow. Um, we, yeah, we've had no contact. I did send her a anniversary text this morning, which included a, uh, a phone number that she had written on a uh, piece of napkin the night I met her. And she handed it to me and said, I know you're not going to call me, but here, here's my phone number anyway. So mm-hmm. I went home. Uh, I was in a band at that time, and I went home that night, and I just couldn't wait. And at 2.30 in the morning, I called her, and she answered the phone, and she was surprised. And from then on, I mean, it became a relationship. You know, we built foundation. We, you know, we dated. We got engaged. We got married. We had a child. We had a, you know, 20-year marriage. And then, uh, and then this happened. It's just, it's a shock. It's trauma. It's devastating, I know. Wow. Yep. So was it just a one-time thing, or was it an ongoing affair? Yeah, she was living a double life, uh, unbeknownst to me, because you know what? I always hear about the two or the three or all the major things that go wrong in a marriage, and, you know, people always say, you know, it's sex, it's money, communication, family. You know, for us, oddly enough, it was never sex, and it was never, um, uh, you know, things like, uh, commu- well, communication was a problem, but it was never sex, or jealousy was the other one, yeah, jealousy. We were never, mm-hmm. ever jealous of each other. And, you know, she knew a little bit of my history, and, and you know, she didn't have very much history, so she kind of, like, knew that once, I, once we were married, she was, she was secure, and I was secure, that there was no problem with uh uh, jealousy and oddly enough now it is you know uh, uh, jealousy is an issue and uh, trust and all that so it it, it took it it took a big turnaround for me it did thank you Raul for calling the show I'm we just have a few seconds left here and thank you Steve for calling the show as well we definitely will have to continue this conversation um, in the upcoming weeks I want to thank um, my listeners for listening to the Men's Advocate Show we'll catch you here every Wednesday 3 p.m. Pacific 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Men's Advocate Show see you next time 